Good morning. Let us learn some Chumash together for Friday. Yesterday we started off with the story with Lemech and his two wives. The Aliyah starts today, and Lemech turns to his wives. It's kind of out of context, so we have, we're going to offer some context. And he says, Ada Atzila, listen to me. The wives of Lemech, listen to my speech. Did I kill a man by my wound and a child by my bruise? What does that even mean? So if you remember, we mentioned that Hashem told Cain that he's going to survive seven generations, and then um, he will be avenged for the death that he did to his brother Hebel. Lemech was a sixth generation, and his children were the seventh generation. So the story goes, Rashi brings it, that Lemech was blind, and his son, Tuval Cain, would be, that was the son from the second wife, the one who was not supposed to have children because he tried to uh, make her incapable of having children, but as we said yesterday, she did. So Tuval Cain would lead him. One time, about 130 years after creation, Tuval Cain sees Cain, the original Cain, and he's kind of scared. He do, it doesn't look human to him, etc. So he tells his father, Lemech, he gets all frightened. He says, Dad, kill him. Uh, kill that beast. And Lemech shoots an arrow and kills Cain. When Lemech learns what he has done, he claps his hands together in grief. But in doing so, his son's head was caught between his two hands, and he kills his son Tuval Cain as well. <laughs> Sorry, it, it is funny. And that is why um, ever since then, somebody who's like a real shlamazel and can't get anything right is called a lemechel. Now you know, because seriously, like that, that's a, a lemechel. Um, his wives in anger didn't want to cohabit with him anymore, and that's why he says, please, Come back to me. Now, what's the context of the story? He wants to have more children. And the sages say there was another reason they didn't want to have any more children with him, because they knew that eventually the flood was coming. People already started having an intuition that things aren't going too well in the society. And he says, listen, you know, Cain, who committed murder, was only to be avenged after seven generations. I only did manslaughter then of course it will be much longer than seven generations till I get paid back. So why are you staying away from me? That was a very stupid logic because the fact is his children were seventh generation of Cain and a vengeance still had to happen from Cain, um, from Cain and a vengeance for all the, everything else that happened. Um, so the the wives don't agree. So Lemech goes to great-great-grandpa Adam and says, Adam, my wives don't want to be with me. I mean, that's a you know, complaint to go to your grandfather about. So um, Adam calls the woman and says, my ladies, please, don't, don't be so nasty to uh, Lemech. So they say, hey, big preacher, you've separated from your wife since the day you had your first children. And the sages say the reason he separated from his wife is because he either because of the sin of the tree of knowledge, he felt like you know he doesn't deserve to be married, or because he was actually angry at her for seducing him into the tree of knowledge and for the disaster of uh, the, the one child killing another child. The family wasn't uh, surviving very functionally, as you can imagine. So Adam says, you know what, you're right. He admits his error, 
and he goes back to his wife, and they give birth to a son, and that is the son through which civilization is built. His son was Shait, Seth, because God had granted me another offspring in place of Hevel, who Cain killed. Okay, a hundred years later, so it's about the year 235 of creation, Seth has a child whose name is Enosh. During the time of Enosh, the name of God was starting to be disrespected. And Maimonides actually describes it quite uh, fascinatingly. He says, God created heavenly bodies in order to conduct the affairs of the world through them and honored them by making them as servants. So the people of the generation of Enosh said, let's honor these um, elements like the sun, the moon. God obviously wants us to honor them because he gives them such power. So then they built temples to the heavenly bodies and brought sacrifices and bowing, etc. After many years, false prophets started declaring that God wants that we only serve these heavenly bodies. And they fashioned idols and said that these are images of the heavenly bodies and specific idols with certain divine powers. And they promised the masses that this is the way to do it, etc., etc., etc. At the same time, Adam is trying to keep people you know, grounded because remember, he was created by God. But he only manages to convey pure monotheism to a very few select group of people. Um, Hashem obviously is not too pleased. So the story goes, according to the Medrash, that there was actually a, a pre-flood. The flood that we will discuss in depth next week, that was a second flood. The first flood, which destroyed about a third of the world, um, took place during the time of Enosh. But people did not take the warning and they did, not, uh, they did not get the message. Now we go through um, a chronology of who gave birth to who, so that we know how Adam turns into Noah after 10 generations, so that we have the context of Noah, because ultimately he becomes a second father of civilization, because him and his family are the only ones to survive the flood. So, as we said, these are the records of the descendants of Adam. Hashem created Adam on the, on the sixth day. On that day, Adam and Eve already gave birth to um, their children. Um, as we spoke, Adam and Eve were created as one and then split. He, gave a child, he had a child, Seth. How long did Adam live for? 930 years. How long did Seth live? 807 years plus the years, except plus the years before he had his child. So the total of all the days of Seth was 912. You might ask why people lived so long during those days, and that is because um, during this era, Hashem provided the world with beneficence without regard to human merit. But slowly but surely, the human civilization started uh, losing its long lifespans. By the time it was Avraham, he, was, he lived 175 years, etc. But then it started going downhill. Joseph lives 110 years. Eventually, it goes down to just around 100 years, and throughout history, it, got, it went down. And thank God, the last few generations, it's gone a bit up again. Okay, how long did Enosh live? 905 years. He had a child, Canaan. How long did Canaan live? 910 years. He had a son, Mahalal El, which means praising God, and he lived 895 years. He had a son, Yered, which means going down, downgrade. And he lived a total of 962 years, which is one of the highest. 
as we'll see, the Mesushalach lived the, the longest, but 962 is a pretty good number. Then Yered had a son, Chanoch, or Enoch in English. And Enoch was a decent fellow. And he died at a very young age, relatively 365 years. The question is, why did he die so young? And, that, and the Torah says, because he was actually quite pious, but the, the Geistite, the, the pet, the headspace of the time was so negative that Hashem was scared, Hashem was aware rather, that that, Enosh, that Hanoch will not be able to fight the good fight any longer and will be seduced. Hashem gave him the opportunity to die while still righteous. And that's why it says he's no longer in the world for Hashem had taken him. You know, in today's day and age, post the giving of the Torah, it's easier for a person to stand alone against the whole world. Um, and Hanoch was a good fellow, but he wasn't an Avraham. He wasn't able to fight that long and that hard. So Hashem gave him the gift um, of allowing him to live, but only as long as he was able to stand strong and then not force him to collapse.